0: Hey, good morning. Today's Daf is Daf Ayin. Um, today's Shir is Le Ilunishma Shermiau ben Yehuda, Avram Leib ben Yaakov Svi, and Ida Yehudit bas Shmuel. May the Neshomas have an Aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. It's also for Fu Shlema of Yisak ben Miriam, Chai bas Boba Michla, and Gabriel Ruvain ben Liora. May they all have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so we're going to go from about the fifteenth last line of Samach Teshabud Beit sixty nine B. Um, just before we get into the sugya, um, to be aware, most Rishwanim hold it's an Isudra Bonon for an Orus to be with his Arusa. So even though they've done a Rus in Kedushin, they've done the first stage of marriage, it's still an Isudra for them to be intimate. In yeah. yeah. um, To have beer. Bia, yeah, not Yehudu? Well, uh, it, w- it would also be also then, but primarily we're discussing Bia. Midor, but yeah, obviously Midoraisa, according to most Rishonim, they could actually. Um, that's the first point. So that's to where orus and arusa are not supposed to be together midravonim. Then midoraisa, a Sophic mamzer can actually ma- marry a mamzer Midorabonon, A mamzer, a Sophic mamzer, can't only a vada, only a definite mamzer. The Sophic Mamzer can't, that's the second one. The third point, and this is basically our case, I'm just going to spell it out before we read it in the Gemara, is it's a case of an Ar- Arusa who becomes pregnant. And both the Orus and Arusa say they were intimate. Now, we basically say we see that she's promiscuous, because she's not supposed to be intimate with anyone. She hasn't done uh, Chupah yet. So she's promiscuous. So how far do we assume, do we take her promiscuity? Rav comes along and says she's a the child would be a mamzer. Shmuel says, which is a mamzer varai. Now obviously it's not a real mamzer varai because we don't know who the father is. To be a mamzer varai, we have to know who the father is and here for all we know it's from the Oros which is almost permitted. Um, so that's But Rav says very strictly, we see she's and if we have to treat it like a mamzer varai. and they would even allow this mamzer, Rabbis would generally not allow a sophic mamzer to marry another mamzer but the Rabbis the Rabbonnen in this case would. And Shmuel says, no, it's a Stuki. Uh, Stuki is a child who, who we don't know. where well, to label it in another, another way of saying a Sophic Mumser in this context. So um, yeah. So, 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 that's what we're going to see. So again, the case is where the orus Arusa becomes pregnant and both the orus and Arusa say it was from them. He says itmar. Abba al arusa sebeis If a man admits to being with his arusa while she's still in her father-in-law's house, I haven't done Rav Omar hablad mamzer, Shmuel Omar hablad stuki. Rav says the vlad is a mamzer, and Shmuel says it's a stuki. Omar Rava uh, mistavrimil said the Rav the dame ma alma. Rav says Rav only makes most sense if you learn it where she is suspected of being with other people. The the damea ma'alma is, she's suspected of being with other people. Are there rumours going around that she's, she is, promiscuous? but if she, there are no rumours of her being with anyone else. We assume the sun is from the Oros and it would not be a Mumser. That's the most logical thing in the world, isn't it? Um, Except, well, let's see, Rava says, where do I get this from? Tiktani The Mishnah said that if a woman is seduced, ay, she had relations with her kohain, and then she gives birth, the child can eat truma. Now what's the case that we're allowing this woman who's been not married, a single girl with a kohen, has, and now she's had a child? Says He says Eliyahu, ma'amid yaldo amai Toisal. If you want to say there are rumors of her being promiscuous with lots of men, well then, why would we say the child can be trumorous? Well, we know about the Kohen, but there are rumors about many other men. So, El Allah, I'm but The it must be the only rumors is that we only suspect her of being with the Kohen and not anyone else. Now, over there, both cases are awesome. Whether it's the Kohen or whether it's someone else in the world, it is. Asur. Basra But where we only suspect her of being with the coin, we say it must be from the coin. Sahakad. Lahayisura. Lahayateira. Whereas here, it's forbidden. It's Esutah Araisa for her to be with another man. Remember, she's an Arusa. As he said, regarding the laws of adultery, she's considered a married woman. So Lahayisura, any other man she's been, she would be with, would be Asur. And Lahayateira, but to be with her, Arus. Lukoshekein. In this case, we definitely can assume it's by the Oris. Again, if in the case of where she was with the coin, again, out of wedlock, every man is basically equally permitted to her, and where we only know about the coin, we assume it's from him. Well, then, so to here, where there's only one man who's permitted to her, and there's only rumors about her being with that man, there's no reason to suspect her of being with anyone else. So, I'm lo'aila me'melacha. No, Abba'a says, I can actually tell you. No, Rav says, even if we only suspect her of being with her, orus and not anyone else, the child is a mamzer. My timer, what's the reason? Again, a little bit of a jump, but by the fact we suspect her of being promiscuous with her, orus, we suspect her of being promiscuous with someone else. Um, Again, we see she's not someone who's very, sneers, very modest. She does have beer when transgressing is It's a dry bottle. She has beer when she's not allowed to. So we assume it could be from anyone. Just because her and her said it's from them, we don't really take her seriously. I mean, and oh man, listen, so what about a Mishnah that says where she was intimate with this Kaha'i and then we assume the child is from the Kaha'i. So he says, no, my when they were in prison together, I said they, there's basically no chance it is with anyone else because they're trapped in prison together. No one else is getting, you know, out. Um, Interest, yeah, oh, it still seems a bit of a push. Rav's going to count this. Again, you have this couple who's done a and Rav's going to come along and say, well, by the fact that we see she's promiscuous, she's prepared to be with the Horus. Again, this is the guy that that she's married to, that she's decided to get with. Well, she's promiscuous because she's not allowed to. We suspect of being promiscuous with anyone to the degree that we view the child as if it's a mamzer. Um, it is, does sound like a little bit of a push. But by way, that's how Abai learns the sukya. Okay, now, Ikeda Amri. There's a slightly different... There's a different version. Bevor oleho... Where he admits to being with his Orusa, Aisha, oh, so the fiancé, the husband says yes, she's pregnant. And he says yes, it's from me. Kuli Hamaloi Pligi, the Basre Dide Shadin and Lei, both Abai and Rava will agree that we attribute it to her. Orus. Oh, it's not a Manzer. This is on the surface much easier to go with. And we don't say her admission makes us think of her as a promiscuous woman, but the fact that they admit to be together, yeah, again, they're in love, they're getting married, so there's good grounds why it would only be with him and not anyone else. So we don't suspect of being promiscuous. So what's the Mahloike's Rab in Shmul? Rab says, if you have this Arusa that becomes pregnant... Rav says that blood is a mamzer and Shmuel says a shtuki. Now, Omar Rav, and Vistabram, you also dame minay. With damim alma. Here, it's where we don't suspect her. There are no rumors. There's no assumption that she's been with her fiancé. The only assumption is that she's been with other men. Uh, That's what there are rumors, and we suspect her of. Aval dame, avay minay. Afal gav dame ma'alma. Basri, diday, shodin If, however, there are rumors of her being with him and being with other people... Then we'll attribute it to him. It's still much more likely um, that it's from him. I, Rav, holds, in this way of learning, Rav holds the child is only a mom there if A, there's rumor she's that she's with other men, and there's no admission by the orus that it's from him. He says, I've never been with her. And therefore, that's when we would assume the child is a mom there. But in all other cases where there's grounds to think that it's from him, from her orus, from the Man, she's getting married to. We'll assume it's from him. What's my source? Where do I see this? If she gave birth, she can eat. Again, okay. this is a woman who was seduced by a Kohen. So, a woman who not had an affair, had a. What's the word? Uh, was. Um, was with a Kohen. Hey, what's the case? If you want to say the cases where we only suspect of being with a Kohen, below, Dame Ma'alma. If we know that her and the quiet are not boyfriend and girlfriend and they've been partners for years, what we're gonna, and we and he admits it's from him why would we ever think it's from someone else it must be a case where there's also an assumption that she's with other people. Uh, again so we know she has this long-term boyfriend who we know she's been intimate with. And we've also their rumours and suspicions that she's been with other men. That's where we're allowing saying that she can still eat truma. Now in that case, all men are also to her. We assume it's her boyfriend, the kohen. Here where it is also to everyone else except to her oros who is permitted to. Definitely, we're going to assume it's from the oros. There's more grounds to believe it's from him. So that's how Rav learns this is a much more lenient version than the previous one. The previous one basically said we have to almost be much more confident that it's only him, there are only rumors with him, and he admits that's where Rav might, go, according to Rav, Rav might go lenient. Whereas in this version, as soon as they're grounds to believe it's from the Orus, that's the one we take. That's the assumption we go with. Abayah says, no, we could say that wherever we suspect of being with others, even if we also have rumors and suspect of being with her, Oros, in that case, Rab will say the child is still a mamzer. And our Mishnah, where we said she can eat truma, he says, well, what's the case of the Mishnah? But the I dime cloud where there's no rumours either way. I um, um, therefore there's no rumors of her being promiscuous at all. Therefore, if the aura says it's my attire, she became pregnant from me, then we'll say it is his and the child can eat ruma. Okay, so that leads off that discussion again tied into um, when we would believe in Oris and Arusa, again, why we brought this discussion here is because it's based on the line of the Mishnah, that if you have a, if you have a girl and a who are boyfriend and girlfriend, and she becomes pregnant, the Mishnah says she's allowed to eat truma. The child is allowed to eat truma, and she's allowed to eat truma. So here we're trying to just work out what, I mean, not, it's not what we're trying to work out, but through this Sugya we can work out what the case of the Mishnah is. Is it where we only suspect of being with a Kohen? And how would we translate that into an Orus and Orus, and Arusa being um, intimate, etc. Okay, I'll move on to the next point in the Mishnah. It says, bia. We said that a slave invalidates a woman because of Bia. The woman who has relations with the slave becomes also too tremor or forbidden to a Kohen. However, he, the children from a slave do not count as offspring, as descendants. Remember we said if a woman is a yisrael married to a Kohen and she has offspring from the Kohen, she can continue to eat. Again, it doesn't have to be direct children. We're going to see that now. It can be grandchildren or great-grandchildren. She can continue to eat Truma. truma. The other way around, if you have a Kohenes married to a Yisrael and they and she has offspring from him, she can't go back to eating Truma in the case of death or the However, a slave. If one of her descendants are a slave, it would not count. Um, it would not count his offspring. So what would be the case? Let's just take one of those. So a uh, Kohenes married to a Israel, a man, a Jewish man. Now she can't eat truma, and she has a child, a son, and that's that son has relations with an eved, a shivcha female slave, and they have a child. Now the child of a slave, as you can see, is a slave. So this grandmother, and then let's say her husband dies and her son dies, now this grandmother has a grandchild who's a slave. She goes back to her original status. We don't, again, um, biologically it's her child, but halachically it's not recognized as a child, and therefore she can go back and eat truma. (laughs) So my time, so my time was regional, is like, etc. It says a woman who has I don't want to go into the context there but a woman who has a, a slave who has a child the child belongs to the master it's also a slave. And it's the masters and not the husbands. So the slave is not recognized as the child of the man, of the Jewish man. Okay, then we said mamzer, possible machil. Again a mamzer was similar to a stage, to a, a, to a slave in one way is that he invalidates the woman who's with him from eating trumah. she's a kohenes or from um marrying to a Kohen if she's a Yisraelis. However, the Mamzer does count as a descender or Machil, Therefore, he can enable someone to eat truma. So what could be a case? Again, very similar to what we said. Let's say we had a Yisraelis married to a Kohen and they have a it could be a, a son or a daughter and that son or the daughter has a child that's a Mamzer. That Mamzer does Counts as a descendant that the grandmother has a grandchild from a kohen, so the grandmother can continue to eat truma. Really? No. Okay. If you have, um, if you have a, you have a, a yisraelis, a woman who can't eat truma, and she marries a kohen, she can eat truma as long as she's married to the kohen. However, if the kohen dies or they get divorced, she can't eat truma unless she has a offspring descendant from the kohen. So what happens if her only offspring is a mamzer? Down the line, one of her grandchildren committed adultery, one of her children committed adultery and had a child, so that child's a mamzer. It still counts as a child, as if she has offspring from the kohen. So therefore, she can eat, she can continue to eat truma. It says, it says Torah Abonim, the, the pasuk says, if she does not have children, that's when she can't eat truma. Says says, only Ella zarot that seems to refer to her children. Zera How do we know that it even includes any descendants, like grandchildren as well? Talmud Lot Mikol Mokom. The language of the Torah is very strong. If she does not have any Zera, any descendants, in all cases. Oh, only Ella Zera kosher Zera This seems to refer specifically to kosher Zera. How do we know that if it's possible Zera, like a mum's Zera, it also doesn't count? Talmud Loimar, I in investigate, I check. Maybe she does have a descendant from somewhere else. A descendant that she would be, that might be a little bit hidden. Because Ain, I think, could generally be spelt without the Yud. Whenever it's spelt with the Yud, it implies look into it. So she might have a child. It says But wait, we already used that drasha of Zerah and Lord to tell us that even grandchildren. So how can you come along and teach that it's teaching not only grandchildren but even posuk grandchildren? So the answer is, no. Zarezare lo yitzrikro. We actually don't need a posse to teach that grandchildren count as children. Why lo yitzrikro? But nei banim harayin kabanim because we have a principle that grandchildren are like children. Again, okay, in all these in all these we've seen to do with. Descendants does it count as bruvu, etc. Where do we need the pasuk The Zera to to include Zer Apostle. I even Apostle zerah, like having a grandchild who's a mom, Zera, counts as having zerah, and therefore she could um, and therefore she could continue to eat Truma. So command Our mission is like Rabbi Kiva. Now this is going on a different point, and this is because our missioner said if a woman has. A, child, if, if a man has a child with a, sorry, if a, yes, if a man has a child with a, no, if a woman has a child with a slave or an non the child is a mamzer. So that seems to be like Rabbi Akiva, to Omar yes, mamzer, micha, who says any negative commandment the offspring from such a union would be a mamzer. This could actually go according to the Rabbonin who hold that an Oived, Kachavim and an Eved, they agree, even though generally the Chachamim hold only if it's the level of chores Would the offspring from such a union be a mamzer. By an Eved and an Akum, they would agree. A non-Jew or an Ebed who have relations with a Jewish girl, the child from that from that union would be a mamzer. Just one question, why? Why should, of all negative commandments, should a slave and a non-Jew be different? That the union... Again, if you have a Grusha with a Kohen, the child's not a mamzer. If you have a mamzer and an Israelist, the child's not a mamzer. you have an Ebed and an Israelist, Oh, yeah, all of a sudden the child's a mamzer. Why Why should that be different? So the reason is because kitushin ain't toysin. It cannot affect a marriage. And that's, that is one definition of what produces a mamzer, is where the union can't Isn't um, affect that the a marriage. Is with a yeah, yeah, if it a goy, same thing in this case. So then is that why it's not a child, it's not a mamzer? Pardon? It's just a child from a goy's, child, not a mamzer. child is a mamzer. If a, if a Jewish a woman man. who has a child from a non-Jew, ch- according to this Gomorrah. Uh-huh. It's a machlokas uh-huh. in the Gomorrah, um, and it seems to be two different sugyas of how how do we passkin? Because we've seen quite a few opinions of when would the child be a mamzer, contra it's quite strict. Like, they the child would be a mamzer, according to the Chachomim, we seem to follow, is that not only from a Yisukares, but the sugyas regarding... The is the child it from to a to be eating from the child is still considered a child so if it's a grandchild she could continue eating truma okay then we said coin god or apostle you can even have a coin godel can invalidate his mother from eating truma again okay, this is a very similar case what the coin godel invalidate his grandmother from eating truma so this is the case we so saw again at the end of the mishnah you have a y- Yisraelis, sorry a oh. koheness, a female a daughter of a coin who marries israel as long as she's married Or she has children or descendants from him. She can't eat truma. But wait, um, uh, Kohen is to Israelis, How is she going to end up with a child that can be the Kohen Godel? So let's say her daughter, their daughter, this Israelis and this Kohen, had a daughter. This daughter marries a Kohen. The children of that Kohen are Kohanim. And therefore they are fit to marry, they are fit to become the Kohen Godel. And so let's say one of them did become the Kohen Godel. Um, but the fact that she has this grandchild who's a coin godel, she has a descendant from her husband, the Yisrael. So her grandchild forbids her from eating her grandchild, who's the coin goddle, the most prestigious coin in the whole of the, the Jewish nation. Probably one of the most prestigious positions in the whole of the Jewish nation. And he's allowed to eat truma, and he probably eats it uh, daily. His grandmother, because of, the, because of him, can't eat truma. So he says, Again, the Gemara is bringing this out. Obviously, the principle is straightforward. The principle is straightforward. If a woman, if you have a Bas Israel married to a Kohen, as long as she has descendants, she can't eat chumah. And if you have a Kohen, uh, Bas Kohen, sorry, and if you have a a Yisraelis married to a Kohen, as long as she has descendants, she can eat chumah. We're just bringing that out with these uh, fascinating cases to, I guess. Uh, put it in our mind clearly it says "toner rabot says so, so the of taught again this is just going to be a way of saying uh, of, uh, of another way of expressing this idea it says ben biti kuza there's a time where a grandmother might say you know i'm happy to accept atonement i am i'm okay with my son who's uh, is a uh, lowly small kli who's a mamzer because he enables me to eat truma and i'm not so impressed I'm not prepared to accept kapora for my my son, this fancy jug, the Klein kodal who, who invalidates me from eating Truma. Okay, and that's what we were saying, because a manzer can sometimes in, enable his grandmother to eat Truma. She's like, oh, I'm okay with my grandson the manzer. Oh my grandson the klein He stopped me eating Truma, I'm not so impressed with Again, this case we just said, when she's a Israelis married when she's a Kohe she's a koheness married to Yisraelis, and the grandsons the Kohen God. It says now hadron aloh hamona, hadron It's not a new peric. So now we carry on with the laws of eating truma. It says and uncircumcised kohen and anyone who is kohen is not allowed to eat truma. Their wives and their servants are allowed to eat truma. Again, this, we've seen the principle before, but the point is because it's just temporary invalid. Being an oral, just get a bris Oral is an uncircumcised person. Just have a bris and he can eat truma. The oral is not a defect in his kahuna. It's a, defect that, it's a temporary defect that prevents him from eating truma. Um, and similarly when he's tomate, So he'll go to MiG4, he'll get the ashes of the Poratumah sprinkled on him, and he'll be able to eat truma again. So it's just a temporary issue. It's not a permanent issue with his kuhuna, and therefore his wives and slaves can continue to eat truma. Just interesting enough, there's always a machroki, whenever you see this, um, this case of an oral eating truma, there's a machroki as Rashi and Rabbi Um We're not going to have time to go into it now, but I just want to get familiar with it. and we'll get another chance to speak about it, where Rashi says, it's, what happens if you have a brother whose two or three older brothers have died from Mila, So he's not allowed to have milah, so he's oinus. So Rashi says, even an oinase is an oral, he's not allowed to eat truma. When Shabbana Tam comes along and says, no, we're not speaking about an oinase, so we speaking about a person who refuses to have milah. Um, okay, but and wh- why would they argue that? What's the key point? Okay, but that's something to think about. Now we say, someone who has crushed testicles or a severed organ. They can eat They can eat truma. But their wives are not allowed to eat ruma. If he's never been intimate with his wife, subsequent to becoming a haray they can eat. Again, a person who has crushed testicles or a severed organ, okay, he's not allowed to marry a regular Jew, he's not allowed to deal with a regular Jewess, but it doesn't take away from him being a kohen that he can eat truma and that he, he can enable his property, his slaves, and these animals to eat trauma. Is this just one opinion? which we said before that a person that is sterile should get married, isn't it? Did you say that the other day? Um, I don't remember peaceful. saying that. But anyway, uh, uh, he wouldn't be allowed to marry a woman who could have children. A Sterile man can marry a woman it's who, woman who can have children. have children. Yeah, or not an or someone who doesn't fall into the kahal, someone who doesn't fall into the category of a regular israelis he might be allowed to marry a convert or some of the other people who regular jews would not be allowed to marry um so what now his wife again as long as she's never had beer with him she's not possible to eat truma. again a woman who has beer with someone who's also to her becomes forbidden to eat truma so his wife so let's say whatever he was working and he had an injury and now he's a psuadaka or a khrushchev as long as his wife has not been intimate with him she has not become invalid from eating truma, so she can still eat truma. Now, What's considered a Anyone who's injured his testicles, even if it's just one testicle. What's considered a kru'shivcha? Kol Any time. He- part of his organ has been severed. The Ibn Ma'atra, as long as some of the corona remains, I feel even if it's only a very thin amount of that Torah, kosher, he is kosher. So to be considered kosher, the organ has to be severed lower than the Corona. Now the Gemara says Tanya or Mir believes minay lo oral shain lo khabat What's the source that there's oral? So the first point in the Mishnah that an oral cannot eat truma. So he says neimar toishav besochir besekh but pesach for neimar besochir but truma. It says a toishav and a sochir by pesach will define what they are later in the Gemara. And it says by the korban pesach and it says toishav besochir but truma ma toishav besochir ha omur pesach oral also. But just as when you're speaking about a Toshav and a sochir in the korban pesach. An oral, an uncircumcised person is forbidden to eat it. So the pasuk tells us an uncircumcised person cannot eat from the korban pesach. So too, and it says toshav by truma, the oral is not allowed to eat it. Isaac Zaire Shabbat connecting this word toshav besochur is connecting korban pesach to truma. So, just as common pesach uncircumcised person is not allowed to eat from it, so to Trumma, an uncircumcised person is not allowed to eat. Sorry, you don't have to come into the strawshah. The post says, ish ish, i.e., uh, um, ish ish, Mizera aaron. Any man from Zera Avunan, is a Soras or a Zavit is not allowed to eat kochim. But ish ish saharil, to include someone uncircumcised. Okay, so we have a bit of a Matlockis, what the source is, but we have two sources. Now we're going to go more into Rebhilez's point that there's a Xer we're going to repeat what Rebhilezer said, but basically that we have Xer Shova. It says Toshov Sakhir by Koban Pesach, it says Toshov Sakhir by Truma. Just as Ba Pesach and Oral can't eat it, so too Batruma. Let's see that inside. It says, says, we brought a price. Now the Gemara is just going to analyze the Xerah Now there's a principle, and this is actually Rebbe, of how strong is the Xerah Again, Xerah is where we have these two words in different contexts. And it creates a link between them. Um, so according to the opinion we're going to be focused on is those words that you're using for the Xarohova have to be extra. Otherwise, you can challenge the Xarohova. Again, And if you ask a question on the Xoshova, you can undermine it, you can refute it. If, you, if there are no questions on it, then it will stand. Okay. So this, what we're going to have to try and prove is that this Gerva toishav, um, what toishav uh, sochir, Sorry, toishav We're going to have to prove that they're extra. Otherwise, as we'll see now, we have a kash on the xayah And if they are not extra, then you don't learn the xayah I'm just interested. This is just the one opinion, but this is what the Gemara is going in. So I'm only going to speak about that. It says, Mufna, you must say that these words are extra. If they're not extra, you can ask, The common Pesach is much stricter because you're liable for pigul noisar, and tome. Don't you remember, pigul is a korban offered with the wrong in, uh, with intent to eat it or the earl, sprinkle the blood after time. Noisar is a korban that's left past its time. And tome is a tome person is high of kores if he eats um, from the common Pesach, so we see the common Pesach is much stricter. Which would say just because an, if if maybe the only reason an Oral can't eat from the common Pesach is because it's so strict, but by truma, he could an uncircumcised person could eat Truma. It's not nearly as strict. Now we're going to have now what we're going to bring out is that if Toi the vsochira extra on both sides. Well then, the xayah Shava stands even though you have the strong question that the common pesach is much stricter. So how can you learn truma from it? But if it's not extra, then you can. So it's not ufne, Where do indeed it is extra? So much as high Which one's extra? If truma If you're going to tell me that the toshav sochi Truma is extra, that's actually needed. The tani we learned in the brisa. Okay, we're discussing. So who can eat truma? Toishav When it says toishav, that's referring to. A uh, Jewish slave, he's acquired forever. Let me actually go back a step. We know that if a Jew gets sold as a slave, or if it ends up as a slave, let's go with sold as a slave, but basically he stole and he couldn't pay back, so based in sold him as a slave. He works for six years. If he's... And then he goes free. Again, we see that the owner of him has a very limited hold on him. Because unlike a K'nani, who once is your property, Um. And then you have uh, what we call a um, Kinyan Oilam, he's forever. If the slave is happy being a slave, remember he goes through, he becomes a Nirza, he gets his ear pierced and he's saying he'll work for him forever. Turns out ever's only till the yoga, year, but let's just go with forever. It's a language used. Um, so that's a Kenyan Oilam. Now we're going to say that you might think that, again, we know that a Kohen's property can eat Truma. So you might have thought. His Jewish slaves can also eat truma. We're going to come and show. No, Toshav the Sochir are coming to show that a Jewish slave cannot eat truma because he's not his property in that sense of the word. Okay, um, so Toshav Ze kinyan Oilam. When it says Toshav, that's referring to a slave, a Nirza, the slave who had his ears pierced to his slave forever. Sochir Zekinyan. This is someone who's been acquired for a limited number of years. Now, so the Gemara just says, the is just says, Just say, Toshav, which is saying that a slave who's acquired forever can't eat truma, and obviously that a slave who's just acquired for a few years can't eat truma forever. Again, what enables the Cain's slaves to eat truma if they are his property? If this, slave which he, this Jewish slave which he owns forever can't eat truma, well then it's not his property to that degree, well then obviously can't. Now, if we would have only had one word, I would have said, who's excluded from eating truma? The slave who, the Jewish slave who's just acquired for a few years. But maybe a slave who's acquired forever can eat so, therefore, we need both phrases. Sokhir comes and tells us a slave who's just acquired for a few years, and Toshav will then must be speaking about a slave who's acquired forever. Again, a Jewish slave who's acquired forever, also, he's not considered his king. Not considered his. Okay, so now we've said. So, why are we bringing all this? The word Toshav is not extra, it's needed. To teach us that this Jewish slave cannot eat truma. So the Gemara says, so Ella de pesach mufne. So you actually, in, so the bapesach. So Ella de pesach mufne hai toshavasochir. Bapesach, it's extra. The word toshavasochir. To kosav Rachmana bapesach Pesach. who wears a about the common pesach. Ine What could it be? It says, Ine me Mamish, maybe you're speaking about Jewish. Um, the Jewish slaves themselves what? because they're Jewish slaves they should be exempt from the common Pesach we established by Truma the law that they can't eat Truma Aye, what do we see? they're not considered their owner's property so, so to hear they're not considered their owner's property Aye, it doesn't help um by the fact that we've already said, by Truman taught the law, by that a Jewish slave is not considered your property. Well, then, by Korban Pesach, why would you ever think that the slave is possible from a Korban Pesach? Um, on the next he's page. a regular on top of the next page. He's a he's a regular Israel who's higher in the Korban Pesach. So now when the Apostle comes, it must be that they're extra. So again, when it says the word, by Koban they're totally extra. We don't, they're not coming to teach us anything. Anything that we would have thought they're teaching us, we know. So why are they there? To be extra. For the it says, But wait, they're only extra on the one side, which according to Rebelezim means you can still refute it. Again, as I said, remember you need when you make an exare for it, according to this opinion, Rebelaza, for it to be ironclad. We see we'll see later in this Mesechta, so I'm not going to go into it now. Um, it's in, actually in quite a while. Um, it's on Tav Kuv But we see where Rebbe Leza holds. This, that, it needs to be extra on both sides. But again, unless there's the extra word that you're learning Zayr Shava from on both sides, you can undermine it. And we've seen that there's a good reason to undermine this Zayr Shava because how can you learn from Pesach to Truma? Why well, Pesach is much stricter. So just because an uncircumcised person can't eat the Kav Pesach doesn't mean an uncircumcised person can't eat Truma. So, all very well, we have an extra on one side, but you can still refute it. So the answer is no. Since we don't need it for itself, are these words, teach one on the one you're learning from and one on the, that you're learning to. By the fact that it's two words, we can pretend or we can view it as if the one is bar, so you have one extra word, and one extra word, ba Pesach, and now you have Zereshava, that's bare on both sides. Now the Gemara is just going to ask, okay, so you're making this Zereshava, <coughs> between the Korban Pesach and the, and Truma, Truma, not Truma, Truma. Um, so, um, so there are other things maybe we should learn. It says, pesach neyn, ba, ba. Oh, well we know an oinin, remember that someone whose close relative died that day. He's not allowed to eat the koban pesach. So maybe just as he can't eat the Pesach he also can't eat truma again, because we have this erashava between the two. So bar Amar Pro bar says from the following, it says, zor, zar artilo, No, it says a czar can't eat um truma. What's that saying? And not an oinain. An oinain is still a kohen. A zor is a non-kohen. So just so, so that's why it's limited and not an oinain. There's aim oh, of But why don't we say a uh, zor, a non-kohen, but not a uncircumcised. Again, an uncircumcised person is a kohen. He just hasn't been circumcised. So, so he says, Haqsiv, No, he said there's a Shav of Toshav Sokhir teaching us that um, that he can't eat truma. He says, "Oh, my roi, So why do you see one way and not the other way? Again, we have two two things we could connect. We could say just as an oral can't eat common pesach, so to an oral can't eat truma, or just as an einen can't eat common pesach, einen huh? can't eat truma. we said, no, no, no. It's an einen. It's, it's an oral. Just as an oral can't eat the common pesach, an oral can't eat truma, but an einen could eat truma. So my is so why did you see to learn one over the other? Maybe it's the other way around. Says maybe it's the oinain that can't eat truma. Says no, misdavra areilus havelaylar Rabuya shekain. Rather learn areilus because there's so many reasons why there's so many more reasons why it's stricter and he should not be allowed to eat truma. Why ma'isim? We're going to give an a, a, a siman to remember it. Ma'isim, krusim, the davra of it. So the first two, The oral is missing an act. You need to actively do the mila. Unlike aninus being an oine, that just passes by itself. After a day, after the Shiva, the aninus just passes. The act has to be done on his body, it's not even external. It says, someone who doesn't have bris mila is It also came into play before the Torah was given. If a person's male members of his household or his slaves have not had mila, he also can't eat the common pesach. So again, so what are we saying here? That I have a choice of saying who can't eat truma. Is it an oide or is it an oral? There's these maybe about five reasons. Do we can get Yeah, five reasons why an oral is stricter. And therefore, if we're going to exclude one of them, or worse, therefore, if we're going to exclude one of them, we should exclude an oral. It says oh it says wait but aninus also has bonus factors says no it can apply all the time I remember you can only be an oral once <coughs> once someone's had brushmila they're no longer an oral says once all. but an oinain a person can be an oinain many many times so that's a stringency we find by Aninus. and not only that when he gets by it is Woman's Applies role. by women as well Women also become oinay And another one the There's no way to fix yourself An orel can fix himself Because it has a brismilla. An oinay can't fix himself He has to wait Until he's not an oinay anymore so, the, so, so maybe that So it is severe So maybe it should exclude an oinay From eating truma so, there's no hanach no fishing. There are many more by, There were five It's five to three So it outweighs Oral outweighs an it. Yeah, oral outweighs oral yeah, an oi name. So, even without coming on to this, uh, this uh, calculation of which one has more factors, you could still not say, it. It says, no. How could you leave Arelos, which is written by the actual common Pesach, and learn Aeninos from the Pesach, which we actually only learn out from Master. I, how do we know that an oinem can't eat Kochim can't eat the Koban Pesach? We learn it from master. So we learn from master to Pesach, oinem, and now you want to say, learn it to um, truma. Much more straightforward to say if we're learning from from Pesach, the actual the oral which is written by Pesach. Oh, the moral, oh, now we're just going to go, another point it says, Ima Pesach, Mila Zohar, Baabu Ma Keves, Truma, Mila Zohar, Baabu Ma Or maybe just as by the common Pesach, as soon as there's any of his household. Even slaves who don't have a miller, he can't eat the common pest. So maybe anyone, a kohen, anyone of his household who doesn't have Kobe, doesn't have miller, he can't eat so He says, "Omakro oh, also so. He will have Miller and then he can eat it. It's specifically by it that if they haven't had mila, they can't, he can't eat. But as long as he has mila, but that doesn't apply by trumah. It says, but then maybe we should say the same thing. It says, any oral, any uncircumcised male cannot eat from it, the koran pesach. Implying, but he can eat trumah. says, no, we have the Xereshava toshavat zahir. Oh my goodness! Well, then again, we have our same question. You telling me the Xereshava teaches me that an orel can't eat truma? Maybe the Xereshava should be teaching me that his whole household—that if anyone in his household is uncircumcised—he can't eat truma. He says, no, Mr. It makes more sense to say that if he's an oral, that's who he's saying can't eat truma. because that's something an act on himself and his oyhkores. He says, Milas He says, No. Maybe there's more reason to say he can't eat Trumah if his household hasn't been um mild, because that's applicable very often. says, There's more. It's two to one. He says, no, the aim, I'll turn. you don't even have to come onto the calculation. He says, mm-hmm. There's still no reason to say that we should include, again, okay, we're trying to determine, should someone who, who can't eat truma, is it a person himself who hasn't had mila, or is it where his whole household hasn't had He so says, doesn't make sense to say it's referring to his whole household. Well, when would you say that his own arelus does not prevent him doing something, but someone else's arelos would prevent him doing something? It doesn't make sense. say like, no, if, as long as everyone in his family has a miller, he can eat truma even if he doesn't. That doesn't make sense. It makes more sense to say that doesn't matter about his family as long as he has a meal he can eat truma says okay. just a second now, now that you told me that when it says bo it I only eat only the kob and pesach they can't eat but something else they can eat it's coming for a drosha when it says that a ben khor can't eat it what's that coming to teach me a ne khor is an apostate someone who doesn't believe in certain beliefs is considered a apostate, a heretic, and therefore he can't eat. Again, someone who's denied or refused to keep the Torah at all, that would be along the lines of a Ben Neichor, or someone who serves a Bodhisattva. So why can't he? So it's saying, he can't eat, but someone else says, Ba seles Yes, someone who's ha das, who's strayed, who's stop keeping Torah, he can't eat the Qoban Pesach, but he could eat Maser ayat, specifically the Qoban Pesach, that he can't eat it, that he can't eat, but Maser, even though it does have some aspects of Kedusha, like an oimen can't eat it, etc., an apostate can eat it. Kol arel ba lameli. when it says anyone who's uncircumcised can't eat from the Qoban Pesach, what's the bo It's coming to teach? Bo ayin oichol aval oichol hu maror. Yeah, he can't eat the Kobom Pesach, this uncircumcised person, but he can still eat Matzem Maru. Even though we find somehow it's the Kobom Pesach and matze Maru are tied together, an Oral can still eat Matzem Maru. Okay, we'll leave it there for tonight.